0: This is Bria Barthel for Hudson Mohawk Magazine, and I'm back once again at the Bookhouse of Stuyvesant Plaza to get some book recommendations from Cheryl McKeown, the manager of the Bookhouse. This is a segment for people who love to cook, or who eat. So, Cheryl, what's your first book? Thanks,
1: Bria. It's always fun to have you here. And being the holidays, it just seemed like cookbooks were the way to go because not only are they fun to buy for yourself and use to entertain your family and friends with good food, but to buy as gifts. So we have quite a selection of our usual cookbooks, plus a lot of releases for the holiday season. So I thought I'd start with literal big books. One of them is new, one of them is not. The first one is The America's Test Kitchen, which spans the uh, recipes from the TV program from 2001 through 2024. They're looking ahead. Huge. It's a huge cookbook. But as you know, if you're a cook, America's Test Kitchen will tell you everything you need to know in a beautiful and entertaining cookbook. This one is about two inches thick. Terrific gift. Terrific for your own kitchen. The other one that I have uh, perennially for the last four or five years recommended and used is The Food Lab by J. Kenzie Lopez-Alt. And this is the one that if you, you want to make gingerbread but you've never made it from scratch – Go to this book and you will find four versions of gingerbread, what's good about one, what's good about the other, and this goes on and on. Gravy, mashed potatoes, um, you can see where my head is. All the information you need from an analytical perspective, but lots of fun. It also has received a James Beard Award. If you only have one cookbook in your kitchen, this could be it. I would highly recommend The Food Lab.
0: So gravy and mashed potatoes, this couldn't have anything to do with it's a couple days after Thanksgiving, could it?
1: Well, we are thinking cookbooks, and therefore we are thinking food. This is true. A new big book this year is Start Here. This is one that's been on a lot of best-of lists. The author is a young woman, Sola El-Walili why, I'm sorry. Well, Lily I'm going to say, probably wrong, but you'll be able to correct me because you can go to um, the internet and find lots of references and appearances by her. But Start Here, again, is one that has lots of basic information, but also unique cookbooks. She has a global perspective in her recipes, a great gift, especially for a younger person.
0: So it has uh, recipes from a variety of cultures or nations?
1: Yes, yes. Uh, so it's a little a little unusual. unique, I should say. So my
0: next category is a short
1: one, but I want to uh, talk about the World Central Kitchen Cookbook. As you know, if you uh, are in the world, at all. Jose Andres is the head of the World Central Kitchen. He's a renowned chef. His uh, restaurants in the United States are are uh, beloved, but his mission in life is to basically to feed the world. He goes into places that have had strife. He is in the Middle East right now with his people, and they feed they feed the starving, basically. I can't say much more without getting uh, kind of reclammed about this, but uh, the new book Jose Andres, World Central Kitchen, all the proceeds will go to his work, Bookhouse of and Plaza is donating a percentage of our sales to World Central Kitchen. So there's so much good about this book.
0: And I was impressed that they not only go around the world, but they go to places here in the U.S. also. I was in Buffalo just a couple weeks after the terrible mass shootings at the supermarket there, and World Central Kitchen had indeed set up a tent that would not take donations on site. They said that they welcome donations, but they don't do it on site. They focus on the food. They also have a nice uh, policy of hiring local people and using local sources for the food so that they don't just come in with their own stuff, but it, it's an economic boost for the region also. Great organization.
1: How could you not buy the World Central Kitchen Cookbook? Thank you, Bria. I thought then we'd go coast to coast. We have a wonderful selection of, of not only global, but um, American Cookbooks, and I want to start in Maine with Erin French's new cookbook, Big Heart Little Stove. Huge, huge uh, book this season. Uh, you may know that her uh, restaurant.
0: And when she says huge, she doesn't mean it's another two incher, it's only about an inch and a half.
1: Yes, yes, it's a manageable size cookbook. Ina Garten is a huge fan of Erin French, if that does have some influence. Her restaurant in Freedom, Maine, The last, the Lost Kitchen, is one that takes reservations, and the way they do it is you have to send postcards, and if your postcard is drawn, she contacts you, and you get a seat. We've had people in here looking for the, the prettiest postcards that we have to try to get a seat at um, Lost Kitchen. Lovely cookbook, um, and she's just a lot of fun. Then... Traveling south, we have the Gula Geechee Home Cooking Cookbook. That is uh, written about the recipes of an 89-year-old cook on Edish Island, which is just off of South Carolina. It's much more than grits, a wonderful, wonderful southern recipe collection. Now we're going to zip all the way to California and talk about Erin Gleason's Forest Feast. Her newest one is Forest Feast Road Trip, which is beautiful, beautiful pictures of um, recipes from along the California coast. All of her cookbooks are California-centric. None of them require that you live in or near California. We use this cookbook here in Albany all the time. Um, It's beautiful, it's a wonderful layout in that one side is uh, picture and the other side is ingredients and
0: directions. Very easy to use and just a fun, beautiful book. The name of the series is Forest Feast. Does this have foraging aspects to it? Not really
1: foraging. They do live uh, among the redwoods in central California, and so a lot of the pictures are from the forests and you know, the beautiful green uh, regions in uh, that part of, of the United States, but uh, I don't think there's any real foraging. It's more like foraging in her kitchen, uh, very accessible, also very family-friendly recipes. One more that is zipping back to New England. We can't leave without talking about Blueberries for Sal cookbook. This is a little tiny cookbook full of recipes that feature blueberries, and it's based upon the classic Blueberries for Sal picture book. It's just a wonderful book.
0: And that's Blueberries for Sal, S-A-L, not sale. Blueberries for Sal, the little girl who
1: goes foraging with her mom, speaking of foraging. I'm going to end with... A book that people are surprised that I love. But here we go. It is Goon with the Spoon by (laughs) Snoop Dogg and Earl E. Forty Stevens. Successful, popular rappers from the Bay Area of California and food aficionados. Successful food entrepreneurs and recipe creators. It is so much fun. Where else are you going to find Frito Pie and Nana Bread by Snoop Dogg himself. This is Snoop's second cookbook. Gorgeous. So much fun. I can't imagine you don't have somebody on your list who would love it, and if you don't, buy it for yourself. Flamin' Hot Cheetos Mac and Cheese Bites. Doesn't get any spicier.
0: Enjoy. Happy holidays, and thank you. <laughs> Those are wonderful. I'm not even going to try to do a list of of all those books. Look on our website and listen to the segment, and you can rewind as you want. There will be a list of authors and titles in the segment description. Now, we're here at the book house, and it is one of the independent bookstores in the area. Well, it's a chain, because there's also one in Troy called Market Block Books. Cheryl, what are the advantages of people shopping in independent bookstores rather than going to the big boxes, which I shall not name?
1: Customers actually do say this, so I'm not just saying it about ourselves, but a customer came in, well, it happens all the time. You get personal service, and you really do get personal service. If you come in and ask a staff person here um, at Bookhouse, I need something for a 25-year-old niece. I might answer the question, but I'm more likely to turn to one of my colleagues and say, "She's really close to your age. Why don't you take this one?" And someone will help you who really has knowledge about that. I like to bump people out of the way when when I'm asked when someone's asked about book clubs or cookbooks. But it's personalization. It's also, of course, economic. I think it's $67 of your uh, of every $100 spent at a local goes to the local economy. So we're talking the tax base, which of course benefits us all. We're talking um, the donations we make to schools. We're talking employment of the staff members, of any independent. But an independent bookstore, you know that you are really part of the community. We also uh, do donate as we can. Grassroot Givers, for example, is uh, having a book drive for the children of the Capital District. If you come in and buy a book, you get a 20% discount, and we'll put it in the stack, and it will be donated to children, and that's through Grassroot Givers.
0: And another activity that they're involved with the community is most of the month of December, they're doing gift wrapping for a donation to the food pantries. And I know this well because I'm one of the volunteer gift wrappers. So, Cheryl, on behalf of uh, Food Pantries for the Capital District, thank you and thank the Bookhouse for giving us this opportunity to be here. And again, that was Cheryl McKeown, the manager of the Bookhouse of Stuyvesant Plaza. Thanks. Have a happy holiday and do come on down.